Welcome to Overtime on Inferno, your weekly roundup of all the biggest stories in CSGO, quicker than party astronauts can get ejected from the spaceship. Yep. You'll understand this context more in a, in, in a couple of minutes. Uh, if you can rate and review us by the end of the episode, that would really help us. My name is Logan. This is AZS. Today we have a special episode for you all. Uh, we're recording this on the 21st. We just came off an hour-long interview with Ryan Friend of Ryan at Dust2US. Um, not the media, Dust2US, where we, we had a conversation about North America, um, his breaking story yesterday about EG and their blueprint or lack therefore of, a general look ahead to North America's RMR and because of his history as a finance bro the um the entire whole of heroic saga. that's yeah. crap Fun. um we'll be back again next week with our os episode um for in preparation for the rmr that will be recorded on the 22nd but we'll let you all know about that next thursday when it comes out um other than that ryan and us circa an hour ago and now to welcome onto the pod, friend of the pod, Ryan, friend from Ryan at Dust2 Media. Uh, <laughs> <from> <laughs> Ryan at Dust2 yeah. Media. Yeah, that's 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 the one. That's the one ever since. Well, we actually we actually actually had to change our, our headline now on Dust2 to a product of HLTV. Uh, so it's actually now I am I am just a product of HLTV. I'm no longer at Dust2 Media. Uh, you know, it's 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 all that. I've been owned by the Counter Strike Overlords. Um, I think <laughs> at Dust2 Media is is the best thing that you could have been. I I think so. I think so. Um, so Ryan is here as part of our, um, our, our little series of going into the non-European regions, uh, ahead of the RMRs. Um, so Elliot talked with Tea Time and Yumi a couple weeks ago about Asia. We're going to talk about America today. And then depending on when this comes out, uh, we're recording on the 21st of March, either this will be about, this will be after the OS episode or before the OS episode. But whichever yeah, one we've it got is, no idea. it'll be we're in very, one order. We're very organized people. Extremely honestly. organized. Um, but let's talk about the news from yesterday. So uh, that was the 20th. And you broke an article um, yes. saying that EG's has jettisoned the party astronauts team. Yeah, basically. I tried to come up with an Among Us reference and I couldn't think of one. And that's the best I got. It's it's all good. No, um. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what's happened. Um, I did an hour long interview with uh, Valens, which um, it's gonna it should be coming out um, actually right after we record this podcast. So I'm gonna be releasing the first part of that, um, to which my beautiful staff helped me uh, transcribe because it was literally an hour. It's so long, but in it we we talk a lot about you know what was the plan like I, objectively, and Elliot likes to remind me of this constantly on Twitter. Um, like the blueprint has failed so far it really has failed they they got two of the best unsigned rosters in north america in uh carpe diem and party astronauts and they like party astronauts played 25 hltv games like it's pathetic it really was bad and everyone that looks at it sees this as a categorical failure of one of the richest organizations in north america giving these kids an opportunity and they just and, and it's not on the it's not on the players it's on the organization for not knowing what to do or have the foresight and looking ahead at a schedule saying oh man, it looks like only EG White is going to be playing these online qualifiers that maybe EG Black play, but also CCT and Cash Cups. And like, that was it. 
So he addressed that a lot um, and he explained the reasonings and he, he's basically, you know, hindsight's 2020 and it's very clear to see, you know, now it's a failure, but, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting. Um, and, and the whole story with EG White now is that, you know, where do they go from here? From what I understand, they are planning on sticking together, um, at least in the interim, see what goes on. They can play the cash reps again um, as their contracts end on all the contracts end on April 3rd. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see where that goes. So they're going to do exactly the same thing they were doing while they were signed. <laughs> for right now, since I can't play in anything else, like there's no other events for them to play. I think they'll, I think they might stick with C. I think they'll get CCT invites and they'll play cash cups. And I would like to see ES, ESCA, ESL, um, just put them into, uh, uh, challenger. Like I, 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 th- I think that's how, like it, that's how it should work. They should, they should not have to start at advance. They should not have to start at May. They shouldn't have to start over. They should just go right into uh, into Challenger. I uh, went back yesterday to find uh, an old conversation we had in DMs about evil geniuses, where I said something. You said something along, like, along the lines of, "Oh no, the people just don't understand like the plan." And I was like, "I don't think evil geniuses deserve, like understand the plan." And you were like, "No, no, come on, that's like naive. Like that's lazy." I'm like, "No, I, I really don't think they do have a plan. Like, I really think." You were like, "No, multi-million businesses wouldn't do this." I'm like. Have you worked in a multi-million business? Because I know you have. First of all, I have. <laughs> I know you know that they completely wing things all the time. They they do. Um, no, they they blew it. They blew it. And and in in conversations with them when when we were setting this up, um, it was it was very frank. And and a lot of them, you know, they were explaining like, yeah, we we screwed it. We did this from a venture capitalist. Like everyone comes from traditional sports and let's apply this like it's traditional sports and no one understands the esports media. No one understands the esports media landscape and they just blew it. And, and that's why, so they had reached out to me and they were like, yeah, so we figured out that our PR, PR approach sucks. (laughs) So this is why we're talking to you and we think that this is how we can make it better. And I was like, yeah, that's a great first step. Like talking to the media is great. I know that like they would never do podcasts with anyone. Anyone. You could not get a podcasting. They had no damage control. Like when the Stewie thing came out, you you might have thought, hey, let's reach out and give an exclusive interview. Tell another side of the story. Like let's handle this thing before it gets out of hand. No. None of that. None it of just, that. They, there was nothing about it other than your article. Like <laughs> that was it was that. It was you no, know, it was miserable. So yeah, I mean Elliot, you were right. The multi-million dollar organization really sucked and blew it from the beginning. Yeah. But, Unfortunately, that is a theme of... Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to talk about the other multi-million dollar organization failing later. Oh, I, yeah. I yeah, that'll be good. I can talk about that. I used yeah, my finance stuff. It's I will say um, evil geniuses do have some damage control because they're constantly reaching out to um, tournament organizers to stop taking the piss out of them. Allegedly, oh. allegedly, allegedly. Okay. To be, now, now I will say, to be fair, I think that if you are a partner organization of ESL Pro League, it is a little insane how much they went ahead and like did chirp them. Like, come, like, well, come on. Don't like, be I, bad. No, no, no. I get it. Listen, I would get it if it was like a few segments, but you have to understand from an evil genius perspective. It's like, guys, are you like, what are you doing? We, we pay you like millions upon millions to be as part of this league. We're doing all of these things. Mm-hmm. How dare you have your like cast and talent and like everyone from the back end continuously shitting on us if we're paying you to be in this league? Like, it, I thought it got a little excessive 
And listen, cheat points. I've made tweets about it. Sure. But I'm not ESL pro league. And that was like my problem here. And, and, and we all know That's like kind of pro league's whole deal though, isn't it? But they don't, I don't think that they make fun of other organizations to the same extent when they fuck up. But no, or when they do bad don't things. fuck up as much as often or as hilariously. <laughs> it's as simple as it's, that, I think. No, again, it's fine. But when you are this partner organization, I like I'm defending it in the sense of like, yeah, if I'm a company, yeah, if I'm I, paying millions, I don't want it's like it just seems excessive. The question is if you replaced the the name Evil Geniuses with Navi or Team Liquid or any other team, would they have done in the answer? Absolutely not. I think they, not. I think they would. I you think, don't. You think if Navi, like, if, if, if Navi had gone oh, let's say, like, if G two had gone zero and six, you don't think they'd have, like, oh, zero and three. You don't think they'd have taken the piss. But do you think that they would go ahead and take the piss on completely unrelated times? At like when when G two isn't even playing and it's in another event and you would have a talent member going ahead and saying something about how much he hates G two. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Cause like let's just addressing it very frank. Kasad hates EG. There is very clear there's a, there's a thing there. Yeah, yeah. And he like, said he would he did it on multiple times during a broadcast, and he was like, you know, EG sucks. Rightfully, EG is going to be like, why the hell are we getting shots randomly thrown at us for no other reason? Like EG won a game, and he was like, I'm so sad. EG won. It's like, what are you doing? Like, Amazing. I, love it. I think it improves the broadcast, honestly. <laughs> As, 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 ESL, ESL shill. Uh, as, a, as a bona fide, genuine, legitimate hater, I just like to see representation in the media of people like me, and that is what Kassad is. Oh, to, to paraphrase, to paraphrase uh, one of my favorite people in the entire world, Shuffle T. If you don't want people to take, the, like, if you don't want to hear people taking the piss out of you on broadcast for being dog shit, don't be dog shit or don't watch the broadcast. It's as simple as that. <laughs> you know, if 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 only that was the answer to such complicated issues, I think that we would be able to resolve everything. But that's that just wasn't the case, and it, and it, and I think that I don't know. I I do think that they went a little hard, and obviously I'm an NA fan. Obviously, I will defend NA to the day I die. So obviously, I'm biased in thinking that like, yeah, did they go too hard? Probably, but I don't know. Reasonably, I don't think that you'll ever have another example of another team doing something so poorly and then being the butt of the joke for days and weeks after. North it just to get shit while being a top ten team in the world. Yeah, but but you have to understand that you were Not to the same in relation extent. to North, so we got to make yeah, fun well, of exactly. you in relation to that. Well, so. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, like there are listen, they were a bad team. You're just be, it's like if they just started making fun of ATK no, 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 over eight, and over again. Team. Okay, they were four <laughs> bad teams. That's not true. E.G. White won Fragadelphia. Do not say that they were a bad team because they are the only team that actually won something from Evil Geniuses, <laughs> which, which Valens does acknowledge and address in our interview when I was like, how do you call, how do you not call us an, a, 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 uh, an abject failure? And he's like, well, E.G. White won Frag. And I'm like, yeah, yeah which, but... Which, which they, were, they were barely even allowed to enter. Yeah, they, <laughs> E.G. Gold didn't even make Katowice impact. I know that one was bad. That yeah, one was they, bad. They lost to a mixed team. <laughs> then, well, let's not get all, to it. All have either full or part-time part-time jobs outside of esports. I'm pretty sure one of them we jobs. spoke to had was working three jobs and then 
any of her free time was spent on Counter-Strike, and they beat EG, who are a salaried team, to qualify for Katowice. They had to take time off work to go to Katowice to play. No, it's, no, it's bad. It's okay, bad. I'm gonna put I'm gonna pull us back onto the rails for a minute. Okay, thank you. God. We honestly could yell for the next hour and a half and Nothing get nowhere, get and we'd be we'd be <laughs> very happy with that. So let's. Um, I want to move into the general health of North America because okay. not only do we have a bunch of people who are saying that they might want to get into the space. You, you released an article about Moist Critical saying that they he Moist Esports wanted a Counter Strike team at one point with the uh, rumored existence of source 2 in the world at one point um it seems more people are being excited we're hitting peak numbers every day and we just got a formerly like top 4 team released into the ecosystem yeah. um of North America Counter Strike right we we had four teams that were kind of gatekeeped behind the liquid EG set um of like signed teams and now one of those teams which realistically could be argued was the second best of the uh, the eg teams uh, I, like yeah. the eg and team liquid like i'd be willing to put them above main sometimes i mean as you said they're the only ones that have actually won anything um <laughs> so th this team is now like into the ecosystem and fighting for the stuff that they couldn't play in before because of eg reasons yeah so i think i think this is i think there's a lot of points here number one overall health of the nac and um i still think it's pretty stagnant it's not really improving. It's not really so declining, right? You still have evil geniuses who are heavily invested into the scene. They're still willing to give money. They're still holding on to EG Black. They actually fully believe in the development of EG Black. They, they think that that is where they can go next with it. Um, and I think that they have a solid, strong core on EG Black. You know, George is a great prospect to have. Hex, I still believe, is a great prospect to have. He's one of the better players in NA. <laughs> you know, but I mean... Seriously, no, you know, just, it, it, George is good. George is good. There. There. George, George is, good. is very good. Anyways, We've been hyping George for a while here. We have I like George. George but fans. I don't think, and and with party astronauts coming back, I don't expect them to necessarily suddenly get an organization. I don't think there's any organization that's looking at the NAC going. Absolutely. Yep. This is the one. This is my route in. There, there has been no real significant investment. Like if no one has come in and picked up your who have been very strong, who qualified for the RMR, who have done those, who have made those kinds of waves. I don't really think that you were going to see someone jump at party astronauts who are going to do nothing for the next three or four months besides sit on their ass and play cash cups and stream. Just not viable. No one's paying like 10 grand for a team of six, for a team of five or six for that long to do really nothing. Um, secondly, source two is I really, really do not believe Source 2 is going to do anything to benefit the competitive scene in North America. I, I, I strongly disagree with these ideas that teams are going to come back, organizations are going to come back. The only exception is if they do massive rebranding. If it's no longer terrorist and counter-terrorist, if it's offense and defense. If somehow there's, there's any other kind of investment that CSGO does with it. Like, just purely updating it to a new version and a new engine does nothing and yeah. translates trust, in no way to the competitive scene at all trust me we are on the anti-hype source 2 train here we uh we, we have sp we've spoken at length about the fact of we don't care yeah. until something they, happens they should rename terrorists and count terrorists to bloods and crips that's my take <laughs> <laughs> that may be think. better for north american advertisers to be completely honest i don't know hmm. they're probably not TV something you want to be associated about... with either you certainly don't want to pick a side yeah it's not great but like also i don't know like 
I think it's, I think overall it'll just be fine. It'll be an update. Nothing really changes. And the people that actually get hurt the most are the people that are hyping it up because they're going to look like morons. And then everyone will forget in three months that they looked like morons because that's the way that this, that CSGO news works is that you become the main character for about a month and then everyone moves on and forgets you until you pop up four months later. And then Ask fish how that ends. Yeah. Well, for him, you know, he, he didn't stick with it. No. If you're going to be an idiot, you got to stick. Listen, like me, I've had my run-ins. I've been called out a lots of times. You're, if you're, you just got to double down on it and just power through and you do. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Part of the game is, is deliberately looking like an idiot, I think. Oh, it has to be. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. The, the Source 2 thing, and to me, I just, I'm like, it's an update to the game. Great. They'll probably do it over the summer break. Like, they'll do it now. Give everyone time to adjust to over the summer break. And then it'll start. And that's how we're, and then we're now going to have to go into a history of, you know, post source two, pre source two, and everyone's going to have an angle of like how different it is or how players play differently. There might be some roster shakeups because of just how players perform on a new engine. But like, besides that, I don't see organizations coming in. Okay. Um, next hit. I want to look at the RMR. Uh, yes. you, and I have, you and I have looked at many an RMR team. Um, I hope Elliot Evil Geniuses not. qualify. <laughs> Me too. I can't wait to watch my favorite team, Evil Geniuses, at the NARMR. Sorry, the America's RMR. The America's. Do you think they could sign your? Do you think, like, wouldn't that be, oh, like, no. a great play to sign your and still, and, like, maybe we still... We call them some... White. <laughs> <laughs> what? So sure, it's the team. special. Each you should... Surely if they've already had a team, though, like, yeah, um, in, the, in the system... I don't they can't. Think, act, they actually can't sign. Them. I don't think there's a rule against sponsors. I mean, I'm mm. sure that if they if they could prove that there weren't talks ahead of your qualifying, like at any point right. in the bracket where your and EG seems may suspicious. have played. Okay, either they should way. have called them EG Red, Blue, and Yellow anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Would have seemed more like a, a like better PR and B like it makes them seem like they're more like equal instead of just EG. EG, EG Black, EG what? Like, well, it's EG Blue. It's EG Blue. The main team okay. is EG Blue. It should so. have been Red, Blue, and Yellow. Yeah, it would be. Get that, get that. Red, red white, and Blue. That would have been the best. Red, White, mm. Colors of the, uh, the Union <laughs> Jack. Red, yeah, baby. <laughs> USA, USA. All right, I want to first get your take on yeah. EG Stars and EG Stripes. The <laughs> <laughs> These are so good for branding. <laughs> No, that's so no, that's so good. They totally should have done this. I'm so mad they didn't do that now. All right. I want to get your thought on the America's RMR as a thing. And the reason I say this is because every other region gets the EU RMR. The the Asian RMR, which is like a huge small amount of teams, right? No, but the Asian RMR and the America's RMR are the same. Yeah, Asia and Oceania are together as well, in the same sense that North and South America are. Yeah, I guess so, but in my head, there's three teams from from the other one. So, like, like, I think I get, I get it, but also like, <laughs> Asia and NA are probably like, I would say that like, Asia's half a step back from NA at this point. Like, they just are. They have like IHC was like pretty fucking good. They're they're probably one of the best teams from Asia. Rare Adam pulled off a surprising upset. Right, they good. they did decent stuff against Navi. Somehow they just blew it against Ents, which I was like, what the hell? But like, I don't know. I like, I think that they're literally a half step back. And I think that, you know, maybe they deserve more spots. They'll probably get more spots if 
and it keeps fucking up every time. Um, but we'll see. Like, we're literally, we're riding off the backs of Brazil to, like, go ahead and be like, thank you, guys. Thank you for for giving us spots. We pray that Furia and, and Liquid make it to playoffs this time. Give us more Legend spots. Give us more spots. It's like, we suck. Let's just accept it and figure out how to go forward. I, I think, um, I don't even think it's... I, it's it's a very small step between the two regions at the moment. Like, yeah, I think Liquid are basically the only thing. Like, even Fury, I don't look good, good at the moment. Like, I I'm not even convinced Fury are that much better than any team in the Asian RMR. Like, not come on, not the same. Like, Liquid are probably and they're clearly the best team here, and then Fury are just so unreliable. Like, I just cannot trust them whatsoever. Fury are inconsistent right now. Because I think that they've consistently they've gotten found out. They don't what if they ever not been inconsistent? I don't know. They had a they had a decent run for like at least an eight month period of where they were considered a a healthily top ten team, and now it seems like they're beatable, but they weirdly can like still hang at the top. I don't know. It's a it's always odd. It's always odd for me. It it's the art conundrum of just art's existence. It's if yeah. art exists, then you may be in on a game. If art That's doesn't so exist, deep, then you're playing four v five every game. Like <laughs> art, art. The problem with art that I have found is that he has his method. He does not want to stray from his method, and that's it. Now it works seventy five to eighty percent of the time, Itch. and when it fails, it fails badly. And the problem is. I'm I'm getting now to the point very concerned, especially as Case Rado is vying for like a top one best player of 2023. Like he's insane. If they don't win a single event somehow, yeah, he needs need to they need to change something. They did they you cannot consistently be like what is it, the the bridesmaid but never the bride. Like you yeah. cannot be just there and be yeah. satisfied with that yeah, when this, you this have is my these players. This is my problem. Like you can't Kesarato cannot be this good forever. Like nobody is this good for like and this amount of time. And like he he's either going to get frustrated or he's going to fall off and you're gonna waste his like his already like, like this peak has already been like six months. Like how much longer are you expecting Kesarato to be yeah. a top two, top three rifler in the world? He's fucking incredible. And they're yeah. just not even getting close to winning events. They like, made semis at Rio fine but who didn't and, and that was and that was off the <laughs> mouse made playoffs are real that didn't mean anything and the the rio mouse semis <laughs> the rio semis was like off the back of caserato and yuri just having the greatest event of their entire fucking well, lives drop also in the quarterfinals just like turned into perfecto for for two maps yeah you're just winning everything like every jewel drop just one he's not done that since and he won't do it ever again nope like, he was in god mode for like a one series. All right, so let's talk about the rest of the teams in the RMR. Um, teams you expect that would be here, other than EG, are here: uh, Furia, Liquid, Pain, Complexity, MIBR, Team One, Imperial, Zero uh, Zero Nation, and then we get into the. I'd add uh, Fluxo in there. You'd add Fluxo in there, and then then we get into the uh, the other teams, uh, which I don't think are. I think there's a couple of the teams in here that are actually better than the ones I mentioned, but name value um, of Detonate, Your Nouns, Bestia, uh, Flamingo, 
Paqueta, and I not even gonna try and uh, pronounce Shao, I believe. Yeah, yeah Fushao, fifteen hundred Serious Nation. I mean, you know what's crazy is that like nine of the eleven Brazilian teams, they're all in Europe right now. Like they've all, they're all, they've either planned or they're currently doing massive boot camps. They're like, we're going to come to this America's RMR. We are not fucking around. The only yeah. teams that will lose to these like Brazilian teams will be other Brazilian teams. That's it. Like detonate. I will be ecstatic. If detonate. Don't go. Oh, three. You're again, ecstatic. If they don't go. Oh, three. Like that nouns. I would I would give them a 50-50 shot at going 3-2 and 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 oh actually they won't even go 3-2. They no, can't. I'd be surprised. No, no. I don't think fun I don't think the format even allows for that because it's only five teams. They're still doing a Swiss system, but if you get yeah. two losses, you're done. So they There's can't a, even isn't there a decider match? Isn't that no, there is no decider match. Because oh, is it just it's it's three, three, two, oh. it's three oh three oh three one three one three one. That's it. Oh wow. That's, that's it. So if you get two losses, you're done. So everyone plays one B at one. And then the teams that go O and one have to play BO3s because if they get the second loss, they're right. out. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's so it's fucked. But I th- I I don't know how they're doing all of this because the seedings are going to get super weird right yeah. because when you're trying to do the buckhold system it's going to fuck it all up when you have teams that just stop playing and their score stops and that affects who's losing or winning yeah. and especially then when you're doing one one games well so when you win one oh then you go to another uh Best of best one. Of so it, the one O's have to play best of ones, ones again. And then they lose a best of one, but the other teams played a best of three. So you've played four maps against the one. Oh, I, yeah. Uh. It's, it's, <laughs> it's going to be an incredibly bizarre RMR. And I am not <laughs> excited to go to, to Mexico in like two weeks. Actually, is it two weeks? Holy shit. Yep. It, oh God! I yeah, I go. <laughs> I'm in Mexico. I actually at this time because we're recording this on a Tuesday. I think my flight is that. I think my flight's on today. I would, I'm going to be flying in. That is nasty. Hell yeah. So, I'd team love to go to Mexico though. <laughs> you and me, you and me both, brother. <laughs> um, teams, teams here that we expect to get through. Let, let let's start. Let's start with tears. Teams we expect to get through. Teams that could reasonably get through. Teams that would be happy to get a win. And teams that should go 3-0 every single time, unfortunately. So let's let's start at the top with the teams that are expected to get through. Um, Liquid. Yes. I think we're what all on the same page Rio. on that. Um, complexity. Probably. I I would say in current form, yes. Okay. But they're going to lose a the game. They will be 3-1. They'll be, a, they'll be one of the 3-1s. Okay. Furia. Three out. I put in this in, in this category. Ah, Fury don't go three zero. <laughs> no chance. Fury go three zero. They might. They might not even make it through. To be so, honest. Okay, but but here's the thing. Either Liquid or Fury have to play. Com- will pr- most likely play complexity. Either Fury or Liquid, yes. because if they're the one and two seeds, they're not playing each other. If they go flawless, yes. they they will likely play. Well, so so in a, Fury but, or but in will a they be the one and two seed? I'm, yes, because they were t- the two legends that automatically come in, so they get the top two seeds. Is it uh, okay? It doesn't go off Valve no. bullshit armor rankings. I would be shocked. Even if it does, then I, then Liquid gets the number one. I don't think Complexity is Liquid a gets here. the one, but Complexity wouldn't they get the two recent? It's so I I have ta- I have talked to Valve and they said that they're gonna shut the fuck up, Siri. Re re update the <laughs> re update the uh, the Valve rankings at some point. So I'm hoping that it comes out soon, so we know what the hell is happening. 
Um, but that's the that's that case. Uh, I feel like I, let's just I assume either either way, the three of those teams will likely have to play one 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 of them. There will be a yeah, matchup. Th- there will be some. The answer is the real question is: Do we think that complexity beats Furia, or do we think yep. that complexity beats Liquid? I think complexity beats Furia. I think complexity beats Furia, and I think it's like Liquid beat everyone. Seventy thirty that but... Liquid beat complexity. Boring. I don't know why, but there's. It's boring. I it's want somebody else boring. to go three and zero. I want Team One to go three and zero. No, Team One. I want Fluxo to go three and zero. Team One oh, won't oh, make it. Fluxo makes it. No, actually, no. Fluxo doesn't make it in my book. In my book, Fluxo, okay, okay. Fluxo make it. We're going. We're going tier by tier. I think yeah. that's the it for the absolutely should make it tier. Now yes. we're fighting for two spots here. Okay. We have a variety of teams that could be fighting for the two spots here. Okay. Um, your thoughts on Imperial? No. Sorry. Okay. Reasonable. No, no plot armor. I, no, no plot armor this time. They, they, Kenny S has it now. They will go to, like, they will be in, like, one of the promotion elimination games. Like, they will be, yeah. they will be, like, 2 1. They're going to lose in a 2 1 game. game. Yeah. They, okay. They're, like, they're going to, like, lose to another Brazilian team in a 2 1 game, and it's going to be, like, a passing of the torch moment. Yeah. They're going to lose very, to, like, it's, I hope never funny. No, I hope they lose to 0 0 Nation in the 2 1 game, passing the torch from Fallen to Cold Zero. No, no, I prefer Fallen to Cold Zero, I'm afraid. I, I, oh, I'd rather Fallen wins. Um, speaking of Zero Zero Nation, thoughts, feelings, vibes, etc.? <sighs> no, without Taco, it's kind of hard. Like They don't yeah, have the full roster. They did fine in Pro League, but I think they got gifted incredibly easy. <laughs> like, it's one of the worst groups I've ever seen. <laughs> the like, group I'm, of stand-ins? Like, <laughs> Grey, Greyhound and Zero Zero Nation were like, hi, we're going to play to like advance and it's like what the fuck do you mean you're playing like pain played to advance it was like what is happening this is the you, worst you felt, it was great but it was you worse. fell into three categories in that group you were either phase you had a stand-in or you were an australian <laughs> team those were your only groups yeah. yeah and phase didn't even win it yeah phase didn't win god wait who won it who's fours fours no. vitality with a standard well, they were French, so like, bleh. You know, they're, they're, not yeah, they're not anymore, thankfully. They're not anymore, which means that they're going to lose, which I find to be... It means they're going to win, though. No, no, it means that they're going to lose, no, because they only won when they were when they were uh, French. They only, they only won because you had group stage Zyber. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> if, like, Zero Zero Nation Imperial, I don't think make it. I'd take okay. Pain or MIBR, either of them. So let's, let's talk about Pain first. Pain, obviously, knocked... Oh, wait, no, they didn't knock. I'm talking about Team 1. Pain have been in Pro League. They've been... Not the worst team, uh, but they've been getting international reps. Um, Pain are a strange team because they're one of the more lopsided teams in the region. They're stars. They're three like the three-headed beast of Biguzera, Schools, and Zevi is as good as pretty much any other trio in this armor. But Nekis and Hardzout are not anywhere near as good. And that stops them from ever progressing further. But Skulls is a machine. Big Uzira is so reliable. Zevi has some work to do if he wants to be a tier one author, but he's very, very good at this level. He's very good. I love Zevi. I think Zevi's very good at this level. I think he's great. I I so doubted those moves from Pain. And I have like literally been having to eat my words every single time. Like it's a it. They could cause trouble on the international stage now, which they is can, yeah. amazing. Because they're so good, man. Like I love Big He's absurd. He is he is truly, truly the Brazilian Jam Young. 
You hadn't heard of Jam Young until Pro League, and now That's you're not like, true. No, 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 this, no, this no, motherfucker's this motherfucker's been saying Jam Young on this podcast for like a year and a half. I used to, I, I, I had to work an Asian event once at like four in the morning. Horrifying. Um, and Terrible. I had to, and I watched Jam Young play, and I was like, "This is my guy. He's he's so <laughs> he's so intelligent." Yeah, Jam Young esque was the was the new replacement name. Elliot ever didn't get unbanned from Twitter. Bit of a tangent. Dickel, who's now our social media guy, we did a um a fancy draft for Group D, and he mm-hmm. had third pick. His first pick was Jam Young. He picked two other rare Atom players. After the first game week, he was second in the world in drafted teams because he had three <laughs> rare Atom players, and they smacked Liquid two zero. That's so that's so annoying. He finished I, like fifth in the group. Obviously, of course, of okay. course. Uh, MIBR. They should go through, in my opinion. Um, let's let's remind people the MIBR roster because um, it's a little different than if you were if you haven't really been paying attention to the MIBR. Which, to be fair, I don't blame people well, for not. Half of MIBR is now te- well, half of MIBR this time last year is on Imperial right now. So like, you know, can't yeah. really blame them. Yeah. So it's Henny, Exit, Turtle, Brazen, and Insaney. Insaney has actually been ridiculous. He's been insaney. Yeah. So. He's- I think there's a little bit of a. He's very inconsistent. He's yes. re, when he's good, he's really good. Yeah. But he is. He's not as consistently good as people seem to think he is. Like this team has Henny and Insani. Like this team could easily crash and burn. It's just it's Furia, but on less. It, it's yeah, they're like a diluted Furia. Henny's but like Henny versus like they had Henny and Furia. Weirdly, are the only team where Henny was consistent. So the only t- the only person who could shackle him was Art because he's more of a maniac. It's like the whole like Trump versus Kim Jong Un thing. <sighs> I just I can't hang with with these references. They just die <laughs> so fast. I'm just like, <laughs> no, you know, like it's like they, they there's like the the theory that Trump could like deal with Kim Jong Un because he just pretended he was more of a maniac. Kim Jong Un's like, oh fucking, I can't deal with this. Yes. I'm gonna chill out. That's what Henny did with when he was with that. He's like, oh fuck it, this guy's mental. Oh my God. I'm, I'm just gonna sit back here and I'm gonna hold an angle. I can't deal with this. Okay. Okay. I'm moving on. I'm moving the fuck on. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about fake MIBR and Fluxo. So that looks Joe Biden. I'm joking. <laughs> Fluxo is basically half of MIBR with the addition of like VSM. I felt Lucalzi very, very good, but VSM has fallen there. off a cliff, and Wuji is like okay. Like what's that. not it's really? So it's it's like it's not great what he's been doing and like when he was on MIBR and they lost and like they lost him like i remember i was with i was with uh brock from dust to brazil because we were in antwerp and he was like oh my god woogie's gone what is MIBR gonna do and i almost was just kind of like they're gonna be fine like it seems totally okay and and in all honesty MIBR totally fine like they were bad for a little while they were because they didn't have anyone that was calling and it was cello and then cello was like i want to go play with fallen this this is the worst thing that you could do to me in mibr and now mibr honestly like i I put them on par with like fluxo or give them the advantage like out of 10 games mibr win seven yeah but phelps and luke halsey like either one of them can just take over and win a game on their own yeah um but then like woody can also take over and lose a game on his own he is not a good author. But he's a a good in-game leader, but he's not a good author. And that's what I love about him. Oh, okay. 
our, our continuous PSA to stop op IGLing. No, um, no, 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 no. I'm pro op IGLing. No, no. You need to get the fuck out of this, man. Okay. Like, the um, two greatest players of all time were both op in game leaders. Oh, MSL please. and Fallen. <laughs> All right, yeah. I, just, I have so much stress when you talk. Like, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but it's like you just you say these things, and what happens is that like my chest starts to feel really heavy, right. and I'm just like I want to like almost throw up sometimes. I don't know what that feeling is called. Like, it's, it's been a, it's two all thinking game leaders have won a major. <sighs> it's been yeah, a but, long. But uh... An opping IGL has also lost the major, so. Well, how many non-orping in game leaders have lost a major? I'm just saying, an orping IGL lost the major. Listen, don't refute my point. It stands on its you're own. Only, you're only as good as your last major, and the last major was won by an orping in game leader. <laughs> and the last one was also lost by an orping in game leader. So you Which know, fifty Cadian. Oh yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, we got the best team in the world have an orping in game leader, and the current major winners. <laughs> And the best team of all time, Luminosity oh. Gaming. <laughs> oh, Slash Dreamhack 18, uh, Dreamhack 2018 North. By the way, by the way, speaking of Luminosity for like half a second, last yes. week I couldn't remember fuck, what the fuck the other team was. It was, it was Luminosity that oh. uh, Fallen crew won with. And there was a fantastic photo that our editor grabbed out of the, um, the video of both Elliot and I with just the most confused faces for a second. <laughs> and it's now my Discord profile picture everywhere. And... I, j- I needed to bring that up while we well yeah, it's just as visible confusion. It's just <laughs> visible confusion. Um, team one, team that uh, kicked EG out of the RMR. Yeah, they're uh, they're fine. I don't know. I I don't know. Ceiling, but their floor is so low. That's the problem. Is that like they're constantly in and out? I know that they're just coming back from a of a boot camp in Poland. That peacemaker was like, "I'm going to part of my condition upon joining Team One is that we're doing a European boot camp." And then Team One was like, "Yeah, sure." Hell yeah. And so they did it. And uh, like, I don't know. I just think that they'll be okay. I don't, I still, I don't think one boot camp changes anything. And I think that they'll win. They'll go out one, two. They'll win the game. You'll get some hope in. Mobs will like be really, really good that game. And Elliot's going to tweet like 50 fucking times. He's going to post like 20 clips and like write a fan fiction of like him and mobs like finding love. And then they're going to lose again, and it's and it's, it's just for me, I'm afraid. It's just unfortunate. Like they're a solid team in North America, they're not a great team in North America, and that's the problem. Is that if you're going to be a Brazilian team in North America, you have to be the best. Being a middle team in North America is tough because you're like when you're losing to teams like Detonate, it's not a great feeling. It just can't be a good feeling. So, yeah, it's tough. But- I want to. I want to. We could have had mouth, and it and it's clearly, clearly, it still affects you. I know. Clearly, it still affects you. <laughs> I recommended him. Oh. He, he dropped a hundred ADR to knock them out of the RMR. God, incredible. Based. Uh, I want to pivot to three North American teams that are here. Uh, okay. The, the non-Brazilian teams. Yes. Um, so that's Nouns, Detonate, and Year, which I'm gonna group together in the "Will be happy that they get a win" category. Disagree. Nouns, nouns get. Nouns though. get two. 
Nouns get two, two because wins. they've been, I think that they've been hot recently, but they're like two really, really scrappy wins and it's not convincing. And you're just like waiting for the other shoe to fall that they get eliminated. Like that's how, like you, I'm going to tweet out ex- like all caps. I'm going to tell everyone how fucking amazing like Semphis is as a coach and how big brand he is. And like, they're, they're just unfortunately going to play like who are they going to, who am I? I they're going to play Fluxo. They're going to play Fluxo in a best of three and lose one, two to get eliminated. Like, that's how I see it going. Like, it's not a bad, they're not going to show up badly. They're not going to disappoint. They're going to do, put in a good shift, and that's how it works. Now, you're in detonate. If they get a win, I'm going to be super fucking pumped. Like, <laughs> detonate went 3 4 in Challenger. Not exactly the confidence that you want to go ahead with saying, yeah, on the international stage, I think these guys are going to do it. Like, Mix is yeah, Mix has been a great addition as a coach. The guys are playing in um, playoffs tonight, but like, unless somehow they win playoffs tonight, I'm not changing my vision of like these guys are going to go one and two. Re- would you I'm really change it if they there. won playoffs tonight? Yes, then they get two wins. <laughs> like, I, I, like, like I can't. Like the only teams that from North America that I'm like absolutely are going through is Complexity and Liquid. Complexity is eighth, eighth in the world, undisputed eighth in the world, full factual, mm, extremely disputed eighth in the world, extremely, world. extremely factual eighth in the world. There's no context, and HLT's ranking is always perfect and never wrong. Eighth in the world. Uh, I would just like to remind you that the NA or oh, the Americas had an extra spot at the Rio Major, and they do now, and Complexity didn't make it. I know. <laughs> They did, um, or, or admittedly, they, they did lose to Fallen, powered by fairy dust. But I they was, did lose. I was, yeah, I was in Mexico. I was in Mexico on a vacation with my family, and I was trying to do work and watching that game. And my and and my my brother comes back, and he like our rooms are next to each other, and he's like, "Why are you screaming?" I'm like, "You don't <laughs> understand. They fucking blew it. They had it, and they blew it." And I was like, "I I just I lost it. Like I was supposed to go to a wedding." Didn't I like showed up? I just got bombed. I was like, "This is the most miserable day of my life." At like someone else's best moment of their life. So that really says a lot about you. I it, does. it does. It yeah. does. Um, do you have any, anything specific you want to talk about with your? No, other than the fact that like it's a mixed match. It's a it's a mismatch of players that would go five and two in ECL. They would they would be a team that qualifies like they should have qualified for Dallas. Genuinely, I think that like they are an upset caliber team that could have qualified for Dallas over nouns. And I think that they'll do very, very well in North America on the international stage. I don't think they have the cohesion. I don't think that they have the experience. I think that they're going to get there. They're going to feel scared and flustered. I do not think that these are this is a team that we could genuinely reasonably expect to get more than one win. And I say that with just the most like harshness that I can. Obviously, I hope they go through. Obviously, I hope every American team goes through because I'm biased as shit. But like when I, you have to look at it critically, like it's going to be a big real test for them. And they should I I don't know what the status is for challenger or advanced or whatever, but like I hope that they get like a good spot and they can play around. Like, I think it's a good team that can reasonably cause upsets in the NAC. I just don't think that they have the international experience yet to cause much damage. Okay. Um, and now the probably will never make it through category of which I'm just lumping the bottom four teams into. I think um, best year a bit better than that. You think best year a bit better? You want to talk about best year? Go for it. Like they were SRS before and SRS were not terrible. They're not great. No. They're not terrible. Whereas, like, you look at the the five players on Pakatar, like, I think it's Pakatar. Like, don't get me wrong; it's great to see that Yell is still playing and still 
trying, but it's not going to happen, is it? And you look at Flamengo, and it's like they've got Showtime on there. This just is is this is this Flamengo just the LG roster from after LG? It's like the most cursed LG, LG roster of all time. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. Fushchow, I've never heard of them, but you know they they might actually be okay because I've never actually heard of any of their players. So th- they might be good. I've not seen any of them play. They, they've got more chance of being good than Flamengo or Pakatar in my eyes because because they're an unknown. The, the devil you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah right. I, I think um, I, I think Bestia are probably on the same tier as Detonate and you. I think they're a little bit better. Than you. I would like give De- I would give Bestia like an advantage over Detonate. I don't. I think that they're yeah. also going to have like a very tough bracket because they're they're probably going to be one of the lower ranked teams. Um, I think that's the other problem. Like you're going to have very good teams being very like ranked highly. And depending on how the seedings go, you're going to have teams that could potentially be like, Oh, we don't think they're going to get a single win. And it's like, Oh, actually they like went like one and two, like not terrible. Like if there were, if there, if it would go to like a three, two system, would they be a three, two team? Would they be a two, two team? Like you just don't fully know. It's just the problem with like these two losses. That's going to kick you out. Like, it really kind of screws up, I think, what our perception is going to be of what qualifies yeah. as a good result in this event versus what qualifies as an exceptionally poor result. Like, if you have to play Liquid and then say, like, fucking Complexity loses their first BO1, and then oh, you have to play a complex, like, if you have to do Liquid and then Complexity and you're like a middle of the pack or lower end, like, it just sucks. Like, that yeah. sucks. That's not your fault for going O2. That's just how it is. And, and, and similarly, if you like go 0 2, Previously, you could go three two and go through anyway. Like yeah. it happened to big teams. Imperial did it. I think. Uh, Imperial were one and two. Yeah, okay, but we, lost uh, zero, but I know, that, it's, I know that it's been. But I know that it's done. Like it's happened quite regularly. I think even mm-hmm. in in uh, fuck, I forget. So I some big teams have done it. Like definitely. Yeah, there it happened a lot. Vitality did it one year. Vitality, I think Vitality did it in the Rio Major. Antwerp, I think, or Rio. It was one of them. Like they, they like they've done it on major stage, right? So, so a Cloud Nine did it. They went down O two. They came back to qualify, and then they like won the major. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was they, talking, they, won, they won the major from O two, didn't they? I wasn't even talking about the major. I was about about Boston. I was talking about Rio. They were O two, yeah. and then yeah, they but came yeah. back. But, they, but like, they also did it in Boston. <laughs> you brought you brought that up. Yeah. I didn't bring that up. That was all you. Uh, they won the major. I want, the, I want that I, on the record. I, I have no qualms about saying that that Cloud Nine roster was one of the best teams in the world at that time. Mm. I think people oh. have. Validated to suggest they were never good. They were like like fourth or fifth in the world at the time. It wasn't that absurd that they won it. Thank you. I needed that. I needed that desperately. I will say this. If Furia had won the Rio Major, it would have been a bigger upset than Cloud9 winning the Boston Major. In their hometown. That's a hot take. I don't think it is a hot take. I think it is. Cloud9 were a better team in 2018 than Furia were in 2020. I think I think people would I think people would look back and go like the crowd obviously would have helped Furia win, which the crowd was <laughs> very objectively. Holy shit, they were so bad for Furia. They were like would do everything to help Furia win. I like I like home crowds. I enjoyed it as a spectator. Yeah, it improves, the, it improves, it, it improves the, it, it overall I think it's always a net positive. It can be annoying and frustrating, but that's what makes it beautiful. Like and I just think it would have been, everyone would have remembered it if Furia won that like that was the major that the crowd helped them win. Whereas yeah. in Boston I don't think it was as bad. No, because yeah, yeah. Americans, Americans just suck. don't care. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to uh, the main, the important story. The entire okay. reason why we brought Ryan here. Oh. Uh, speaking of the Rio Major, heroic. The oh, God. not winning team of the Rio Major. Correct. Um, seems to be in a uh, in a downfall of monetary funds. People, I don't think understand how bad this is. Like very, so, like very genuinely, like this is this is devastating. So I want to give context. So you guys released a story on Dust Two yeah. um, that basically Heroic is a company needs seven and a half million dollars to continue functioning until the end of twenty twenty five, yeah. and all of these numbers are actually more accurate in Norwegian knock, Norwegian, Norwegian dollars, Norwegian money. Norwegian dollars, but it's Krona, yeah. I'm I'm American, so uh, you, you, deal it's with whatever it. the the word for crowns is in that language. Yeah. Same as uh, Krona, yeah, and then. Be, they need a minimum of just shy of a million dollars before yeah. summer 2023 to continue operating for the rest of the year, basically. Yep. Um, they start they they called it basically an auction of their shares. They they had an IPO like a year ago, uh, 2021, a year and a half ago. They did an year IPO at like and it IPO somewhere around like 20, 20 knock, um, which doesn't really translate to a lot. It's like five dollars. Which, like, yeah. fine, sure, whatever. And then basically what's happened ever since then is that um, it's gone all the way down because no one cares about esports IPOs. They're bad. You should not invest in esports stocks. They will always lose money because esports orgs... This is not burn, financial advice. I am, I'm actually currently... But they burn cash more than, like, than... than uh, That's seen in the Batman. I was going to say that one, but also Pablo Escobar in Colombia trying to use it for warmth as he was on the run from the cops. Like that's oh, how my face, my face stock is up today. Okay. Oh, congratulations <laughs> to you and face holdings, not shorting uh, that stock. And I didn't do it because I believed in journalistic like uh, uh, ethics of not owning stocks when technically all I wanted to do was sell $30,000. I wanted a short sell if I with like $30,000. Like you could, you could have done a vice type article of like, Oh, I shorted the face stock and this is, this is what happened. I, I could have done that. It would have been great. I would have made, I actually probably would have made millions. I was like so sure of it and I never did it. And, and I'll always regret that for not doing that and quitting this esports world. But okay. So regardless of that, yes, they heroic. tried to sell a bunch of stock and it didn't work. Yes. And now the stock is real fucking cheap. Like we're talking like they're trying to sell it at just under 10 American cents, which is a for the whole company. Yeah. You can buy the whole company for like one pound. It's amazing. <laughs> you Basically, you can like there's the stocks are so cheap that we barely make the coins in America to pay for a single stock. Um, So heroics basically out of money. Then this, yeah. this, there's there's a couple bits here, and then I'll let Ryan say the the doomfall of of all of esports, um, which is that these smaller orgs, and I know that Heroic is at the top of Counter Strike and stuff, but they're a small org because they have a Counter Strike team, and that's like it. Um, they have they had an uh, they had a PUBG team. They, they, they have very few teams. Okay. Um, I, I'm I'm currently checking, but I'm pretty. They have R6 and they have CS:GO. And whatever Ren Sport is, which seems to be s- some amount of track, like sim racing, they have very few amount of teams um, that they reasonably have. So our, our big orgs are our G twos, uh, yeah. Gen G, um, Cloud Nine, Liquid, right? Like our, the ones that have multiple teams across multiple games. Um, 
that that are in a lot of different places, a lot of different publishers have stuff going on outside of games. Uh, and I, I recommended this while I was live on stream with you like a month and a half ago. Um, Double Lift from League of Legends had a podcast with Steve from TL, Carlos before he was canceled, and Joe Marsh from T1 about what peace, actually <laughs> what actually running an esports company it's is like. Guy. And all three of them were basically like, you need to be doing stuff outside of esports to f- make your esports function. And yep. each of them had like their own way of doing that. Interesting podcast. Go, go listen to it. But the smaller orgs that don't have that like thing outside of esports, so your heroics, um, basically anyone that has, doesn't have a Dota team or a league team, like kind of falls into this category. And so these are the teams that are at risk of perhaps going under without this widespread ecosystem finance bro ryan so it's not so much diversifying in lots of esports teams that um is going to help sometimes that can actually be a detriment right because you have to make sure that they're profitable um first off their csgo division is one of the best um in terms of branding right you have some of the best players in the world you're making uh top you know, tournament finals, you're doing all these things. You need to translate that into sponsorships and you have to build that off of there. So what I see the bigger problem is that um, Heroic seem to have gone ahead and tripled down on their social and like letting everyone know who they are, which has worked tremendously, right? They're a huge brand on socials, but translating that now into sponsorships has proven to be a little bit difficult. Like I haven't exactly seen many, many lucrative deals being placed towards them. And the backing is also difficult because it's like a YouTuber owns them. And they said that they raised like $15 million back in like 2021 when they acquired Heroic. But the question is, where is that money gone to? And you, you look at the, but you look at the burn rates. So I, as I stated in my article um, that, that we had, they, they filed preliminary reports on um, their public, on the public page. It's like NOTC, um, which is where you're able to find all this information. And they said that they saw a preliminary loss of $2.3 million over their total groups because like their OPEX was something insane. It was like really, really high. The revenue, like having that $2.3 million gap between your OPEX and that, that's huge, especially for an organization that's not as big as like heroic. Like I, I'm really struggling to figure out where they're getting this like 2.3 million issue. The, the, what it looks like is they're trying to sell a lot of stock because they're expanding into the blast slot and the pro league slot. The pro league slot has cost a ton of money. Like, way more money than they had, which is now causing even more problems because they still have payments left to make on it. They're trying to amortize those payments out for the next several years when they should have been finished making those payments by next year. And they're trying to fundraise that money by selling more stock. So what they've continued to do over and over and over again is they're diluting their stock options. They're trying to raise more by selling another 8 million options or something insane. And it's like, all of that value goes down because when you dilute the options, it becomes more worthless and no one really wants it anymore. It's like you have one apple that's $5. Now all of a sudden there's an entire orchard and it's like, I'm not buying the apple for $5 anymore. That's a piece of garbage. I can just go pick one off of any old tree for 10 cents. What is happening now? And what's happened over the last week is that on the 13th, they called an extraordinary meeting saying, Hey guys, please come buy our stock. We, we need you to go do that because we need a million dollars. If we don't get million dollars, we're not making it to like July or August. It's just not happening. And then they held the meeting yesterday. And late last night at about like midnight their time or something, 
they released an update and they were like, so looks like no one wanted to buy our stock at two knock. So now it's one knock and please, please buy it. And like, they're calling, they've called another extraordinary meeting for the 27th. So it's going to be like this two week period of where they're trying to figure out how much money they can raise and what they're going to do. This is for them to go out and say, we're not making it to the summer unless you give us a million dollars, unless we get this money. That is dire. I cannot remember the last time that I have seen a public esports organization go out and say, we will not make it if you do not give us this money. That our operations require us to have this much money. Nuts. Just fundamentally nuts. And I don't think people understand how dire this situation is. I so, do wonder if Fun Plus Phoenix will come back in for the team. Because they tried <laughs> to buy them before. Like, they're genuinely, like, they probably get them at a cut price now. Like, I, I, FPX has knows? a little bit more financial security because they do have the Rito buff of like yeah. ha- like having revenue sharing within Valorant and Counter uh not Counter Valorant and League. So they have they have Rito buff of like generally orgs that compete in Riot esports are a little bit more cash. They have cash flow. They have a little bit more cash flow than other orgs. I won't say that they're that they are cash positive, but they definitely have a little bit more cash flow because of the way that the leagues are franchised and stuff. Um, Something I just just checked and looked at is Heroic has a partners page, and if you go to TL or if you go to uh, Phase or stuff, and you think about like all the the logos and shit you see on their jerseys and that kind of stuff, and like you know for a fact that Team Liquid has a big deal with Honda and a big deal with Alienware, um, and a big deal with a bunch of other people that I could like start naming. Phase obviously it had like the G Fuel logo like tattooed onto their chest for years and years and years yeah. before, right? They've had these like big partners. The biggest partnership that Heroic has is with Red Bull, and Red Bull's on like half of esports team jerseys and can't yeah. be that much. And then Extra Fi, who's on half of esports team, it feels like Heroic is like your your basic. Uh, I'm going to start an esport company, so let's find the three sponsors that are on every single jersey, and it's Boom Zowie, uh... Red Bull, Extra Fi, and past that point, it's a little rough. I think it's an issue with being in denmark I, I think a lot of danish teams have the same <laughs> problem like north had problems like having cash flow astralis tried to sell their lec spot because they just don't make money like heroic not making money i i and we've seen tricks as well shut down in the last year i think whatever it is about um either advertising to a danish audience or danish law or the fact that denmark is a small country like it's yeah. really good in counter-strike but if Australis are really popular amongst Danish people, but there's like five million of them. Yeah, and that's if the you're thing, an advertiser, that... you're obviously going to go to Liquid, aren't you? Like Australis has the Danish market, and I think Heroic knows this, and they're trying to advertise to a more European market, right? It's why all their socials are in uh, English. Like same with Australis, but it's like you know they're they're heavily angling towards talking in English. They're heavily angling trying to get this more European um, like audience here, and it's just it's it's. Um, it's an issue for this company that looks like they have all of the runway to, to be self-sustaining and they are not. And that I think is the biggest problem that these guys are going to have. And, and it's going to be a biggest issue for the next like few weeks. Like we're going to look at this and we're going to just track it and they're going to keep going. We need this money. We need this money. We need this money, but it doesn't matter because I take a phone call. In the middle of it, I'm just hearing just the absolute worst ringtone ever. Um, 
and and yeah, it's um, I don't know. I I I I'm terribly worried about what happens it when we look in at the consolidation of esports organizations. Lots of people are saying, oh, well, they can sell their pro league spot. Oh, they can sell their blast spot. Sure. They can sell the pro league spot, but guess what they have to do is they still have to pay it off. Well, they also have to find a buyer for a pro league spot. And the the question is what orgs are in a position that want a pro league spot and are able to get one. There's literally only one org I can think of that may be in a position and it's questionable. It's spirit. They're the only org that's like decent enough to be in a pro league spot and that would actively want a pro league spot but i don't think they have the funds to go out and get a pro league spot no i don't think they have the funds i think that the players on spirit are not even like getting a a, a super amount of money like i i think it's yeah i i i don't see where heroic goes from here if they don't get this funds i think that they have to start selling players and i think that they will sell players in order to to like consolidate this debt like you could sell Stown, you could sell Cadian, you could sell these players, but the thing is, they're going at discounted rates because everyone's going to know that the reason that Heroic is selling players is this. Like, and I'm going to bring this all the way back. If I'm evil geniuses, I'm literally looking towards Heroic right now, and I'm saying the, the Heroic how much fire do you sale. Want? Like, I'm I, the 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 contract that I'm currently drafting for refresh. I'm tearing up, and I'm looking at at Heroic, and I'm like, give me him. Just like, give it to me. Give me. I want one of yours. Give him to me. Like if there is one thing that EG has, it may not be esports smart, but it may be money. They have so they much. Have they have so much goddamn money? They are never. They are not going to fail. They are not in danger of failing. Same so, thing with complexity, and same thing with liquid. We ha- like they're all in strong positions financially. I'll so, say I, I watched something recently um with valens on it and with uh messioso and messioso basically said that the reason complexity chose to stay in na is because it made more sense for their brand and for their sponsors and we've after what i've just said about heroic not being able to find sponsors i they might take one danish player but they're certainly not going to sign a roster of Danish no players. no no, no they're gonna sign the roster. basically i don't see heroic splitting up though well, I don't know if they'll have a choice. That's that's the other thing. You don't know if they'll have a choice, right? Because if I'm a heroic player and if I'm looking at the current market, I'm saying who's going to give me the best contract if my company TSM. goes under? TSM. No. TSM. Actually, and I want to dispel this no, right now. Don't I don't think right TSM isn't because he, they fired the guy that was leading the CSGO project for the sponsors. They fired him and he's gone. So They're I don't amazing. think TSM is going to be expanding because the one guy that was like, we want to go do this project. We're doing it all. He's talking in the discord. He's doing all this. He was VP of operations. And, and from what I know, he was really, really running the esports side gone. So I mean, not, not only was he gone, they made this announcement before the FTX collapse and they lost a ton of money from that too. So, so much money. They counted on that thing. They changed. They legally changed their company name to TSM FTX. It's the funniest thing ever. It's so great. It's incredible. It's like, a, it's like getting a tattoo of a partner's name and then breaking up. It's so oh, bad. I think the funny, the funniest part of it all was when I think this, this was the time that like they couldn't change yeah. the name because of Elon Musk. They, it was so good. They had it stuck for like a week. 
Oh. Yeah, it was TSM FTX for like a week after FTX was like they were going after uh, SBF or whatever. He was like getting arrested and TSM just sitting there. Hi, yes, we're TSM. No longer FTX. I know it says that above, but uh, yeah, yeah, don't worry about that bit. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you, Ryan, for joining us and Absolutely. talking with us about the North American RMR. For everyone else, regularly scheduled content begins next week unless – the OS episode either out or will be out and we'll be back for RMRs normally. <laughs> See y'all. All right, perfect.